Hey, night, bye bye. You're recording. Okay, you're like so great. Okay, for anyone that doesn't have context to that, at work today I heard this woman, and I'm not from. I'm not from the north, obviously, and I. And I heard this woman. Today she was she was being dead serious. She was not doing a voice. She was just like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry," and I thought. Holy shit! I'm gonna say that like that for the rest of my fucking life because that was awesome. That was that was that was great. And now I can't. Anytime I need to say sorry, I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Because she was being dead serious. That's like how she actually talked. She was not pretending. That is how she actually talked. Okay, this is gonna be very short because my head is fucking killing me because I had too much caffeine at work, and because I was tired and. Yeah, you know, I had too much caffeine at work, and then my head hurts, and I need to get a good night's sleep. And I need to take, I've been taking Tylenol PM the last couple nights, and it knocked me right out again. And I'm like, oh, fuck yes. This is fantastic, because I'm just like, mama needs her sleep. Because I went back to not sleeping very well, and I don't like that at all. All right, so. <clears throat> The laundromat was actually one of my favorite places in the world. I always came here in the early morning when there was no one else in the place. I would see the owner on occasion, but most of the time it was me. Spinning machines and tunes. I put on my favorite song and waited for Mariah to start singing. I guess I got a little too into it because I was dancing, throwing clothes in the washer, and shaking my pajama-clad ass when I heard the bell chime over the door. Nice moves. I felt my <laughs> I felt my ass jump into my throat. I jumped back so hard that I threw my hip into the nearest machine. I fell down and he rushed towards me. Sorry, he said. I didn't mean to scare you. He offered a hand to help me up, but to help me up. When I stood, I looked at him and audibly gulped. He was the most gorgeous guy I'd ever ever seen. Dark green eyes, raven black hair, and a face that was somewhere between a Greek statue and an actual angel. He looked like he he had a look in his eye like a warrior. That's all right, I said. Tell that to your hip, he said. He put his hand on my hip and I flinched but didn't move away from him. I'm tougher than I look. I don't know, you look pretty tough. I smiled. We were still very close. Ugh, I've never seen you here before. I usually do my laundry downtown, but I just moved a couple blocks away. Oh, good for you. He smiled, exhaling through his nose as he did. It was super cute. I felt the pull, and all of a sudden, I wanted to lock the door and let this guy bend me over a washer. Holy shit. I'm not normally a bold person. I really, I don't really go up to people in clubs or bars. On the rare occasion, I am even in one of those places. Luckily, I'm a woman, so I've never needed to. I, uh, I had the very strong desire to kiss you, I said. My eyes went wide, not tr truly knowing that I had said that out loud until he said, That's funny because I really want to kiss you. I really want you to kiss me. I had to rise up on my tiptoes to reach him. His lips were firm and warm. As soon as our lips touched, it was like a volcano exploding. He picked me up, big hands wrapping around my ass. He set me on the washer. This is so weird for me to fucking read this shit out loud. 
or fucking at all. And so my brother wrote it, and I'm like, who? This is his fantasy. That's fucking weird. He wants... That's not necessarily... That, I mean, that's a joke, but apparently he wants to sleep with a woman in a fucking laundromat. He does go to the laundromat a lot. He does. So maybe he's trolling for chicks there. He picked me up big hands wrapping around my ass. He set me in the washer as we made out furiously. His hands went up my shirt. All my bras were in washer three. In his <laughs> and as his warm hand wrapped around... I'm not saying that fucking out loud. I heard... It's such a sweet, sweet fantasy baby. I woke up laying on the washer. It moved rapidly beneath me as I blinked sleep out of my eyes. My favorite song still played through my earbuds. I looked around to see if anyone had witnessed my narcoleptic sex dream. Thankfully, no one ha else had wandered in while I was doing what other sleep had done. Had me. What other sleep me had done. I got off the washer and yawned. I need to get some sleep and then get laid. Okay, that was just weird. I mean, it was okay. It was a good story, but it's just weird. Possible masturbation is where it's just all fucking weird. And I, my biggest thing is I don't like thinking about what people do in their sleep. It's weird. Like when I had to go to a sleep clinic because I thought I had narcolepsy. And that hurt saying that in the story reminded me. They thought I had narcolepsy or sleep apnea or some shit. Fucking go to sleep and then they're like, oh, do you know you're talking in your sleep? I'm like, no, fucker, I'm asleep. How do I know what I'm doing in my sleep? And they're like, oh, you fart in your sleep. I'm like, yeah, fucking everybody does. Literally everybody farts in their sleep. That That's just a thing that happens. Even people, like women or boys, he's like, I don't fart in my sleep. I'm like, precious. I'm like, no, you literally do. Your ass, your all of your muscles relax once you hit REM sleep. So it's literally, if you didn't, you would die, basically. Or you would just fart a lot awake. But even people who fart a lot awake, you're going to fart at least once or twice in your sleep. It's just a thing that happens. Once you hit REM sleep, like I said, your muscles just your muscles just relax, and it's just something that happens. Sorry, this fucking microphone thing is broken, so it just keeps falling down. My arm got tired. I didn't want to hold it anymore. It's just a thing that happens. It, it, it is. It's just what it is. Just, although, that's me making fart noises with my mouth, because... I'm, I try really hard not to curse at work at either of my jobs or to say something rude so or sarcastic. So now whenever I need to, as a substitution for any of that, my in-office response lately has been, Pfft. it's a big old blow, what the, the British people call it, blown a raspberry. It's a big old, that, that's my response. I know a couple people, they're like, their response is a little tough or, hmm, that sucks. But mine is, it's my adult, mature, fucking mature, amazing thing to say to someone when they want to, like, oh, you're horrible at your job. I'm like, hmm. Like, hmm, you could have done this better. I'm like, hmm, you're an adult. Fucking get over it. But instead of saying the first part, I literally just, I'm just like, that sucks. Like, okay. Because that's the thing that pisses people off the most is when they're going to be fucking assholes to you. Just be like, hmm. You don't even have to necessarily be nice to them. Just like, okay. I got asked, I'm like, do you not care? I'm like, yeah, I care. I really did. I, the other day, somebody told me about all of these things that I had done wrong at my job. 
They're like, yeah, and you really could have done this better. You could have talked more. You could have talked less at that point. You could have let them talk more. I'm like, I'm staring at him, just listening to all of the critiques because I have no problem with criticism. I really don't. As long as it is constructive. If I get constructive criticism, that's fine. But the only other thing with that is like when whatever I have, do have a learning thing. It's not necessarily a learning disability, but I have I learn differently. So I need to engage with the person when they give me the constructive criticism. How I genuinely learn from it instead of hmm, understood. This is what I did wrong. I comprehend you, and we're good. I'm not going to actually understand what they mean. They could be like, yeah. And it's like, th this did happen the other day. I said, what? I asked, you know, my boss through that day. I said, okay, what do I need to improve on after our first call? And he said, I'm really not comfortable with your driving. It could get better. You're a very nervous. It, well, no. At first, all he said was, I'm really not comfortable with your driving. And I went, okay. And he's like, yeah, it'll get it, it, it'll get better with time, uh, I guess, because he could see my, see what other was on my face. I don't know. And I went, okay, I'm I'm just thinking right now. And he's like, okay. And I said, what do you mean? And he went, what do you mean? What do you mean? I said, I've heard that from multiple people, but they never tell me. And I just told him, like, they never tell me what like what parts of my driving could get better. So I'm like, how am I going to know what to fix about it if no one ever says, okay, like your signaling could be sooner or later or, you know, it does not be so long. You could have turned easier, turn your wheels this way, back up like that. I said, just, I need specifics. I said, that's the only way I'm going to learn is that if you just give me straight up specifics and then we talk about it and we go through step by step if you're willing to do that. And he said, oh, Okay, and then after that, he just, he did exactly that. He was like, step by step, and then he was like, do you want to drive? And I said, "Can actually, can you drive so I can watch you? And he went, mm. I said, yep, like a real weirdo. I'm just going to watch you drive, and I'm going to watch your head movements, watch what you're looking at, how you scan the road. I said, I just want to watch how you drive and see how what can I take away from your driving and put into practice with mine. You know, I just, I was like, yes, 100% accept the criticism afterwards on, like, my evaluation sheet. He he was going over it with me. I'm like, I'm just nodding my head. I'm like, okay. I'm just thinking. I'm like, yep, that is 100% fair. I, and he was like, yeah, I mean, it'll get better. And, you know, this isn't a great, you didn't do great on this. You didn't do great on that. And I said, yeah, but it's a work in progress. I said, two weeks ago, I would have gotten all ones on there and now I got I see I got a couple threes and I got several twos and I'm like and then I got a couple ones I said but it's a work in progress by the way the like the top number you can get is three out of the evaluation it's on a one to three scale and I'm like this is great I said I am doing so much better than I thought I was doing <gasps> I said this is great and he was like yeah okay like I took it very well and that's why as long as the criticism criticism is constructive, I'm totally fine with it.
Totally fine with it. It's when you just want to fucking criticize me just for the sake of criticizing me or just to see if you can get in my head and make me sweat. Or and it's like, oh, I don't feel I'm having a bad day today, so I'm going to fucking be a dick to you and then see if I can make you quit or cry or be pissed off or upset. And I'm like, fuck that shit. And then I turn my Grandpa Bill on in my head. I'm like, fuck you. You're not going to see me sweat. Like, I'd rather willingly have sex with one of my bosses, which that's like, who? Then fucking let her see me that she, see that she's pissed me off or that she's upset me because she did there for a minute. I was like, holy shit, I'm bad at my job. Do I need to quit? And then I fucking told my psychologist slash therapist what other title she has. I'm like, I told her about it and I said, yeah, she does not think I'm gonna be good at my job. And she told me that it's like, oh, don't go to you know, don't go to continue education because I don't know if you're gonna like it or pass or all this shit. And I'm just like. Okay, and then I'm, like, really upset in the moment, you know, after the fact, you know, not in the moment, but I was really upset after the fact, and I got home, and I was talking to her on the, you know, on the video chat, and she went, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And she actually genuinely did say that. She, like, because it's not, like, a very formal thing. She was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And then she was just like, oh, my God, it hurts. And I'm like, yeah, it's totally fine. Because I'm a very bad influence on my therapist, the two or three that I've had, is because I curse during the session, and I'm like, I'm sorry I'm cursing, but it's just my time, and I just, I'm going to say what comes out. And they're like, oh, okay. And I think I just make them either more comfortable, or I'm just a bad influence. And I'm just like, yeah. And then I just talk to him. How I would talk to anyone, because that's the only way I'm going to fucking do therapy, and then, you know. But, <sighs> it was interesting. But it was a very thought. I can't even remember what I was originally talking about. But it was a very fair evaluation today. And I was so fucking pleased. Because at the end of the shift last night, I was just like, we just got to talking. And I'm just like, what do I need to change? What do I need to get better? And he was just like, initial assessment. Boom, boom, boom. Like, driving. Boom, boom, boom. And then at the, the next call, he's like, do you want to drive? And I'm like, yes, I want to drive. And I'm like, yeah and he then when we got there he went where'd it go and then when we got you know he's like do you want to drive to the hospital me and me and the other guy that us were you know there's three of us me we can be in the back and you can slice solo and see if you can do it on your own but don't kill us and i thought okay i will fucking do it and i'm just like because usually i'm the kind of person who's like oh no i don't and then i was like i got it and then I'm like, we're going to Berlin, and like, what do you do for you? And I'm like, this is and this. Afterwards, I realized the guy who asked me the question. I was, I realized what he meant. He didn't mean the radio hospital. He meant check with everybody that everybody's ready to go. And that's, and I fucking did it. And then afterwards, he was just kind of gave me a thumbs up, like, hey. And I'm like, fucking nailed it. That's what Pete Holmes says to do. Don't say, don't tell yourself you're gonna nail it, or one day you'll get it. Through big, big things, just. Be a happy person. To be a happy person, fucking give yourself the credit for what you're currently doing. Fucking walk up the stairs without tripping as far as I'm concerned. I'm just at the, when I get to the top, I'm like, oh, you're fucking killing it today. Seriously. And I'm not being sarcastic. When people hear me, they're like, oh, you're harshing yourself. I'm like, no, bitch. I am fucking nailing today. I fucked up a couple things. And it's part of my autism. And it's part of the fact that I am ambidextrous. I get my left and right confused fucking constantly. Do I normally know it? Yes. But, like, if I'm facing you, you know, obviously if I'm facing you, our 
your right hand and my right hand are not going to be on the same side. And that fucks with my head every single time. I, I cannot get it in my head. And the thing is, when you're in an ambulance, you're always opposite the patient. Because, you know, the stretcher only goes in the one way. And you, you're not facing, you know, so you're facing the patient. So you're always opposite them. It's a definite mind fuck when you got to do something upside down. So it, whew, it fucks with me. It has fucked with my head since I was a small child. It has fucked with my head as it's through my teen years and into adulthood. When I when I get turned around, like you can turn me in a circle. If I came in, like coming into Walmart, you I come into the, to the parking lot of Walmart from the right. By the time I leave, and I get out like to to the road to turn, I genuinely forget. I'm like, okay, which way am I going? Which way am I going? Am I, am I turning left or am I turning right? Because I've forgotten because it, it it just twists around in my head and I genuinely forget. It's not me playing stupid. It's not me just being an idiot because I'm not stupid. I'm not a moron. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not dumb. It is just one of my autism things is how basically it was explained to me. And also the fact that I'm ambidextrous in 90% of what I do. It, it is just a mind fuck to me, honestly. And so people, when I make mistakes like that, they laugh and they giggle. And I, I honestly, I used to get offended. And now I'm just like, yep, fucked up there, didn't I? And they're like, yep, sure did. And I'm like, I'll try not to do it again there, boss. And they're like, I fucking hope not. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it. But I nail it because my thing is I fucking nail it when it comes to being a first responder. There's a so still so much I've never fucking seen, and it, but as a first responder, I'm like, boom, get the vitals, boom, do this, talk to the patient, calm them down, get them straight, boom, what are we doing? And then on the ambulance, it's unknown to me, so I'm like. I'm just gonna watch, okay? I'm just gonna sit here and watch and, like, I'll do what you tell me, okay? Until recently. Recently, I could see the thing is, I could fucking look at some of their evaluations and be like, well, this she got wrong and that she got wrong and that she's not doing right. But my personal evaluation of my progress from my very first shift to now. I am fucking nailing it. I am fucking nailing it. And that is the thing that I told him in the interview. I said, I am a slow learner. I said, I am not a fast learner when it comes to 90% of things. I, it will take me time to get it. I will not be like, whoop, showed me once, got it, fucking nailing it, got, moving on to the next thing. I'm just like, okay. Please explain every step of this process and then I will get it. After the three, third or fourth shift that I work and I'm able to practice this skill. But the thing is, unlike a lot of people who are fast learners, who will like, oh, I got it down. Nope, it's fine. Got it. And they may be great at that skill. And then after a while doing the skill, they're like, well, you don't need all of the steps. Just skip to the next one. And, you know, just skip to the last step. And they might miss a couple things or they'll forget all their time. Not me. Honestly, it really that's not me. Once you teach me something and I, you know, it may take a minute to teach me, but once you teach it to me, teach me the skill, teach me the how you do the assessment, teach me how to do the whatever it is. 
You know, it might have taken you a month to teach me, but once you, once I have it, I have it for life. That is one thing I'm very proud of, is once I have it, I do not forget it. It's like a fucking address. I still remember where I lived when I was, you know, 11. And that's been, what, 12 years? I still, fuck, I still remember the name of the street I, I lived at when I was a baby. And that's the thing. People do not believe the fact that my earliest memory is that they're around six months old. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even realize it was a memory because I told people about it. Like, you're making it up. You're having a dream. That's not true. They don't remember the fact, they don't believe the fact that I remember being at six months old, at eight months old. I don't remember every single day, but I have memories from when I was a baby. I have memories from when I was like three, you know, and two or three and it's just, it's not even just vivid images. Like, I remember the day. I remember what I was wearing, what we were doing. My grandfather died in 2001, and I was, when I was, like, 11 months old. No, I was, like, 13 months old. And I remember him. I remember his jean jacket. I remember his, so I may not remember what his voice sounded like or anything, but I remember his jacket that he wore. I remember this, how he had like stubble. I remember that he thought I was fucking adorable. I remember what he smelled like. I remember, I remember his pants. He had like these khaki tight pants. I remember a lot of things about him. I remember nothing about my one of my grandmothers, and she's still alive, but I, I remember nothing about her, but I really liked my grandfather, and I remember him, but it, you know what I mean, it's like, once I get it, I've got it, you just have to be patient with me, and you have to let me learn how I'm gonna learn, otherwise, I ain't gonna fucking do it. If you, it's like piano, I was, they try, I had multiple teachers try to force me into playing piano by ear. Didn't fucking work. I wasted a lot of time trying to get that angle fucking work. But it's just, it takes me a while to learn. Once I get it, I got it, and I got it for life, and I'm, I'll, I'll be good at it. It's just finding, it's a, it's a chore finding people who will be patient enough to teach me the skill three or four times to let me actually practice the skill and let me get good at it so it's like you know it, it and what but the thing is once I do I am just genuinely like I thank every single person I work with at the end of the shift I'm like thank you and they're like for I said once for agreeing to work with me thank you for teaching me and thank you for being very nice to me it's like when I worked with my my one boss I, I did not fucking thank her because I did not leave that shift having learned anything I left that shift fucking questioning everything about myself I left that shift being so mind fucked that I wanted to go take a rape shower I, I no part of that shift was beneficial to my learning or to my becoming useful to in my job and which is something that she should want because once I become useful, I'm yet a, I'm another fucking employee that can fill a shift and be there and you know do good and help out the workforce, you know, help out in the job that she's supposed to be partially in charge of. 
But I didn't fucking lead, I did not fucking leave that shift having learned anything. So I was just like, I said, okay, it's time for me to go. Bye. And fucking left. I didn't say bye to anybody. Didn't fucking say thank you. I was just like, oh, cool. See ya. And fucking left. Although, I didn't even say see ya to her. I said see ya to the other one I was working with. And she's fucking homophobe. I'm not saying her name. And I don't, I don't another one said where I worked. So I don't really fucking care to say this. And if someone figures it out and fires me, I don't really fucking care. I mean, I will fucking care. I fucking care. Hey, you've never said where I worked, have you? Yeah, so I think we're good. L do me a favor and listen to this and make sure that you think it's okay. But I think we're good. But anyway, that's Toby's story. I'm going to tell him the, the inspiration. But it was a pretty good story. It was oddly sexual. And like I mentioned before, like I said before, I don't particularly like that theme that we, the story I mentioned, don't really like that theme. I don't mind some, like, it doesn't have to be PC, but sex scenes are one thing, but the masturbation thing, like, dream thing, like, you do in your sleep, like, I don't like to not know what I'm doing. So, that part I didn't like, but overall, it's very good. 